Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spiegel. And today we have a real treat with our next guest. It is our first guest on the show. And today's guest has coached hundreds of entrepreneurs to build successful online businesses and has guided many podcasters to launch chart-topping podcasts. She is UK's leading podcast launch expert, a multi-award-winning audio producer that has been recognized for her work in Hollywood. In addition, she is the host of the Entrepreneurs Get Visible podcast and best-selling author of Get Visible, How to Have More Impact, Influence, and Income. Say hello to Anna Parker Naples. Hello, Anna. Hey, great to great to be here, Andy. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, thank you for joining us. Now, before we dive into today's topic, to be credible, you first need to become visible. Let's first hear your backstory and what ultimately led you to do what you are doing now. My backstory is kind of crazy. Uh, so you alluded in those the are the best kind. There. <laughs> you alluded in the introduction there to the fact that my audio works were recognized in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That was about six years ago. Sorry, four years ago, I was winning my seventh award in Hollywood for voice acting. So I used to do a lot of audio dramas and audio books and games, all those kinds of things where voice acting is really important. But I'd always be recording it from my home in, in the UK. The reason I got started on that audio path was because six years prior to that, I'd been told to expect after my third pregnancy that I wouldn't ever walk again. And at the time, I'd been an actor and I'd sort of intended that I'd pop out child number three and I'd get back on stage. And all of a sudden, that way of that way of communicating and showing my talents, I felt was taken away from me because that wasn't going to be my reality. And what I actually discovered at the time was that I could, the whole audio world was really starting to change. And instead of having to go into super serious studios in London, that many people were now starting to record from home. And I realized that as an actor, I could transfer my skills to that environment. And about the same time, I discovered NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming and the Power of Mindset. And That mindset work not only allowed me to fully recover physically and to to then be able to go on and walk on the red carpets in a pair of great high, high heel shoes, but also it allowed me to have the confidence to go into that field in audio, a very male dominated field, and decide that I was going to be the best, my version of the best, not necessarily the best, but the best I could possibly be. And I realized as I was standing on those red carpets, that I had something else to do. And that was about helping other talented, capable, amazing people 
to understand that they can create that level of success for themselves. And that's really where my podcasting background, that where it started to arise. How can I help other people, other people who feel like they've got a big message, get louder by using audio? And so I, I came into the online coaching space, if you like, but always with that view to how do we use podcast and audio to reach more people to have a greater impact. Well, you're so right. I told that, you it was a big story. <laughs> you're right. That is that is a crazy story. Are you um, completely recovered now? Mm -hmm. I was recovered within three years of 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 discovering NLP and how I was thinking about myself. I, yeah, it was a long journey. It's not like it was overnight, but I started to see that there was possibility, and I think that's a lot when we talk about visibility. I think starting to see your own potential above and beyond where you're at now is really important because if you don't see that there's possibility so for me in that scenario what if the doctors were wrong and I could walk again or what if the doctors are right but I can still be uh, a well-recognized talent for my skill for my skill set so what if this moment of being in a wheelchair and feeling uh, for want of a better word crippled by the, the event that was happening to me, what if there were actually tremendous opportunities as a result of what had happened? And that switch in my head just changed everything. Well, I got to say that is a uh, tr tremendous attitude given that situation. Now, what I wanted to get started talking about was just your book, Get Visible, How mm -hmm. to Have More Impact, Influence, and Income. The premise of this book, I think you you touched on it a bit, but it's how to become more visible in order to have more impact. But before you can work on those steps, the first you need to work on the mindset of self-belief. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. You've got to unravel a lot of the, the damage, if you like, about the, the limiting beliefs, the things you've been saying to yourself and about yourself out loud over and over and over again since you were a child. Many of us start thinking and feeling particular ways and, be f and are fearful of putting ourselves out there because we're afraid of judgment coming our way. And very often it's not actually present day judgment for promoting our business. It's actually very much connected with something that happened at school or at home or fear of what a sibling's going to say. And that actually comes back to some quite deep subconscious work that you with the right with the right knowledge with the right tools you can undo and so for me that was that was a pivotal moment what happens if I stop saying that I'm annoying because I like getting up on stage what if I actually say well this is my talent and I don't have to be embarrassed by it anymore suddenly if I'm successful in an area I'm comfortable with it and I think People worry about fear of failure and they worry about a fear of success because they may well be rejected by those around them. But when you become super comfortable with what you're good at and what you want in your life, then the path becomes clearer. Mm -hmm. And then the second part of the book, I guess, once you have the self-belief squared away, mm -hmm. the next step is to work on strategies for becoming visible. Yeah. I can, think, can you walk uh, us through some of those? Well, I think one of the one of the first parts of this is being clear about who do, who needs to see you, who needs to see and hear you in order for you to get the results that you want. 
And how can you put yourself in their world? How can you make sure that your social media content speaks to them? How can you get on the podcast that that they're going to be listening to? How can you make sure that you're developing lead magnets in order to attract them? How can you make sure your video content is speaking to them? You know, how can you how can you make sure you're attending the events as a speaker that they're going to be attending in in the old days when we used to actually go outside? We're still in lockdown in the UK Um, and and making sure that everything you're doing for your business. You're being really you're really clear to yourself about who it is that you need to be reaching. I see a lot of people early on in their business, and I know you you speak to a lot of people who are working in e-commerce, particularly on this podcast. I see a lot of people starting out in business who say, well, I'm going to go to the local networking meeting. Well, how many of your ideal clients are actually going to be there? Wouldn't your time be better spent getting in front of the right people wherever they are in the world? And so it's about putting that almost common sense head on. How can you make sure it's the right people that you're in the right rooms? I like it. So clarity with your target audience. Yes. And and more than that, being really aware of the things they're saying, the things that they're thinking, what's their language? What are their problems? How are they showing up for them? Now, I now come from a very strong NLP background, neurolinguistic programming. For For those of your listeners who don't necessarily know what that is, it's looking very closely at the language we use. And everybody has their own their own set um, set words. So, for example, if I said to you um, uh, a warm fire, for example, mm-hmm. you might have a very different image pop into your head about what a warm fire means. You might be at a bonfire, whereas I might be thinking I'm sitting in front of um, a kind of Victorian uh, fireplace. And so for every single word or phrase that we have, we could be thinking about something completely different. And the more you can you you can establish what your ideal customers or ideal clients language means for them and kind of enter that world, you're not just interpreting what it means, you're you're throwing it back at them. So they feel very much that what you're doing is is resonating with them on the same wavelength. We like to feel like we belong with people. And I think the more you can, the more you can show off yourself uh, and, and also replicate their language at the same time, the better results you're going to get. Interesting. Now, you appear to be drinking your own tonic, so to speak, because you have the book, you have the podcast becoming very visible. How has this benefited you? How, how has this changed your career since you've done all this? Uh, incredibly, because... Well, not only did I, when I was working in the voice acting field, did I manage to work amongst the best and and win multiple awards in Hollywood. When I then decided that I was going to focus on podcasting, I went about it fearlessly and shamelessly. And that shamelessly is really important because I knew that I had audio skills and talents that were unlike many of my competitors. Mm -hmm. So if I'm open about sharing those, it's easy for me to establish myself in the market. So what this has meant for me is that I now regularly get asked to speak at the top podcasting events. It means that when I launch my book, people are hungry to buy it because they follow me and they respect me. 
Um, and that was particularly true. Get Visible that we were mentioning was my first book, which was released about uh, 18 months ago. I then released my second book, Podcast with Impact, uh, just six months ago. And as a result of everything, me walking that walk about visibility, we had that, that book when it was released go to number one in 37 countries around the world in, in Amazon. Oh, which is not to be sniffed at. Yeah, it was huge. It was amazing. No, that's biggest, great. biggest kind of um, uh, professional high I think I'll ever have. It was amazing. But that only happens because, like you say, I drink my own tonic. I put myself out there and I'm comfortable about reminding people about what I do mm -hmm. and the results it brings them. Now, a lot of this, I mean, it's great for, for professional services or, or somebody mm -hmm. wants to do a a podcast or something, but how is this going to be, how can these strategies be effective for the listener out there who's an e-commerce business owner? So actually, there's a great example I want to share with you. I was thinking about this before I came on today. I've been watching, I've been absorbed in some makeup tutorials all over Facebook, and they are one minute long, maybe even less than that. But you know what? I felt like I knew her. She told me little bits about how she felt about her skin. She told me what it was about feeling bad that particular morning when she didn't look great. And she would go from, you know, waking up and looking fairly terrible. But by the end of that one minute, you're mm -hmm. with her. She's, she has shared a bit of herself and made herself up to be a very natural person looking woman <laughs> I don't know how you get more natural than that just woke up moment but you get my point now as a result of me connecting with what she was saying because she was talking my language about how she feels when she's not made up and I can't tell you how much money I've spent husband doesn't know so I'll be quiet about that <laughs> but I can't tell you how much money I've spent this week because I I bought her I bought into her and her visibility and her vulnerability and, and I think saw, you can actually replicate that for any product. Sure. And you saw that video that was a Facebook ad or, or where did it you see It started as one Facebook ad and then I went down a rabbit hole. And over the next few weeks, they were sending me more and more videos as Facebook ads tend to do. And so she had like, did you go to a YouTube channel as well or was it all? No, that Facebook? was all on Facebook, but then it would take me to her website. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I could see there'd be a lot of of ways to promote your own product line and and build that likability and trust yeah. factor with your with your potential clients. It's a great idea. But also uh, another example is that there's a lady who sells a product to um, to help women with incontinence. Now she's selling it almost entirely by going on podcasts because she's making sure she gets in front of those podcasts where women are listening, women of a particular age are listening medical staff of uh, who treat particular ailments are listening and so she is able through having a great conversation talking about some quite funny stories about difficult quite upsetting stories she's bringing in that um that humor and the sadness there's a whole kind of emotional journey there to get her, her product in front of the right people hmm. yeah that's another great idea now are there any other hacks besides the ones you've mentioned as far as how an e-commerce company you feel could, could successfully grow their business by using this, this new sort of influence? I think it's about getting to the, getting to in when we can all go out, going, being at the events and, and the, you know, the conferences, the networking places where your ideal client are going to be so that where, 
wherever wherever they are, you are there. They expect you to be there, making sure you become a speaker or you become a panelist at those events. So you've not just got the you've not just got your exhibition stand with your product on, but you are actually someone who's telling that story. Story is so important for us to connect. Oh, great. Now let's switch gears for a minute. Let's talk about about your own podcast. What subjects and and what guests do you feature on there? So my podcast is called Entrepreneurs Get Visible, which probably isn't much of a surprise given the topic that we're talking about today. And I feature many high profile entrepreneurs who predominantly service-based and coaches, motivational speakers, who really are those change makers. Um, And our listenership tends to be people in the first few years of building a business in the online space who go from utterly clueless and feel that they're supposed to be doing something more, making more money, having more impact, but don't understand the processes. And so that visibility piece, as as we've talked about from my book, is about having that confidence in the first place. But then what are the tiny incremental steps that you can take from a strategic point of view in order to make that happen? So that's what we tend to cover. Okay, great. And when, how long has it been out and and how did you first decide to, to launch a podcast? We talked about um, your condition. Was was that it or did it take a while? How, how did so that I, when I, when I, the, the last time I was in Hollywood, I decided I was done with the voice work, as it were. And I hadn't initially, I, I wanted to be a motivational speaker in some guise, not really knowing what that would look like. And it was a few months into running that business that someone said, Anna, you should start a podcast. So I did, but I'd never listened to a podcast and I knew nothing about podcasting as a an audio sphere. I knew nothing about how to leverage it for my business. So my first podcast did okay, but didn't do brilliantly. And the more reading I did around why my podcast hadn't worked, the more I realized that I wanted to start a second podcast, putting everything into action. And so when I launched Entrepreneurs Get Visible, I I did it to the nth degree. I made sure that we treated it. We did everything we possibly could to get it out there. And it's now among the top 1% of podcasts globally. Uh, We have tens of thousands of listeners um, every single week. And it's just grown exponentially. Um, And, you know, it has really become the core of my business. And now I help people to launch their own podcasts through the podcast membership and the podcast agency that I run. Oh, that's great. When when did you launch that second podcast? Uh, the second podcast was launched in October 2019, so 18 months ago. Okay. 18, okay. 18 months ago. So it kind yeah. of corresponded with your second book then as well. Yeah, it was actually it was actually launched six weeks before my first book. And it was because that podcast was so successful that my first book then um, became a number one in various categories as well because I took the, the my listenership on that journey with me. Okay, great. So I've been playing a game kind of halfway through my episodes with my guest. Are, are you up for it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, it might be interesting with your linguistics training, but how it goes is this. It's a word association game. So I say a word and you respond immediately with, uh-huh. with what pops into your head. So we'll start with a couple just to get a baseline. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, run. Walk. Stop. Go. Fun. Happy. Okay, now we're going to shift to some business terms, which, um, you know, kind of give some interesting responses. Business. Mindset. 
Success. Easy. Family. Important. Email. Useful. Promote. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Gratitude. Essential. Well. Grounding. Clarity. Unmuddied. Growth. Constant. High performance. Adjusting. Thank you. Yeah, those were great. I'll give you an A. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know it was a test. You didn't say that. <laughs> Everything's a test. You said it was a game. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> hey, um, if somebody wanted to start to grow their influence, where would you, what would be the first step? Where would you direct them? What would you say? I would say you've got to get a podcast. It's the fastest growing platform that if you know how to do it to build your business, there's nothing like it. And, you know, at the moment, we've just hit almost 2 million podcasts. And when you compare that to however many billion Facebook posts go out per day, however many million YouTube channels there are, podcasting is just getting started. And it's a platform that done the right way with the right knowledge and the right support. You can have that impact for your business. What if they were an e-commerce business? Would you say the same thing? I would say the same thing because... The more you can show up, the more people can hear your story, the more they can hear other people connected with what you're selling. I think it's tremendously important to get visible. People buy from people. And what if um, somebody said, well, that sounds great. I, I should do that, but I'm so busy. I just don't have the time. Maybe I'll do it. I would say that if you if you understood the value of leveraging your audience leveraging other people's audiences as a guest that that would be a great way to start and you can't afford not to be visible you can't afford not to be if you're serious about growing your business okay, great now if somebody wanted to learn more about you your i mean your book's available on amazon of course mm -hmm. but where else would they go if they wanted to, to get some more information about about learning about you and your what you I think probably the best place is to head over to my podcast entrepreneurs get visible and you can learn a whole lot about how to get yourself out there a bit more over there okay great should they do that or first or get the book first what do you think I think go listen go see if, go see if I'm your cup of tea see if you get what I'm saying first Okay, well, I can see you have a lovely voice. No wonder you got uh, so many awards for it, voiceover. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, uh, was there anything uh, else I forgot before we wrap it up today? No, not really. But I, I just would say, you know, I, I really believe my kind of catchphrase, if you like, my tagline is anything's possible when you get visible. When you get visible and people know you, you get referrals, you get recommendations, you get sales, you get invited to be a speaker, you get invited to collaborate, you get invited to the table. And that's really important for your business, but also for your own personal growth. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. What, what's the tagline again? Anything's possible when you get visible. Anything's possible when you get visible. I love it. Okay, well, that is it for today. Remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding Anna or growing your influence in order to increase impact, influence, and income, I'll put a link in the show notes to her podcast as well as to her book on Amazon. In addition, okay. if you're looking for more information on growing your business using paid ads, request to join the Make Each Click Count Facebook group. I'll have some all-new free live trainings that will happen next week. 
In the meantime, remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing. 